My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul the Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo at Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. I'm Brooke. I'm Josh. We did I'm it again. <laughs> and I'm Richie. Hey. What's up? Hey. hey. And, this, and this is the Star Stuff Podcast. Uh, as of right now for news, the only thing that's dropping tomorrow uh, is the new season uh, three trailer for The Mandalorian, which I think everyone's excited for. Uh, but I'm very excited um, because uh, I met Chanel and Richie over at Star Wars Celebration. Uh, and their channel is just fantastic. They're on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, um, and they are hilarious. Chanel uh, Sh- and Richie, um, can you kind of tell us your your story, your your Star Wars origin story? Sure. Well, you know, I think that uh, I think we got to go all the way back to day one. So. <laughs> Listen, so Chanel and I, we went to college together in New York. Uh, We were in the same program. It was real cute. Um, (laughs) And so we started dating almost five years ago. Um, It was our sophomore year. And the very first date we ever had, I invited her over to watch The Force Awakens. And like, it had just come out. Yeah, it had just come out. It was like all the, you know, it was a big hype. And uh, I mean, she could keep up in conversation. It was just like (laughs) this kind of dream come true. Like, (laughs) <laughs> kind of had the same opinions on things. I mean, it was just cool. That, we like, just bonded over it. And I think it was always a source of uh, just shared love for the two of us. Um, and then eventually when the pandemic hit, um, we'd already we've been dating for quite a couple of years at that point. I'm a I'm a costume designer and an actress and Richie's an actor, writer, um, director. So over the pandemic, we had an editor friend that was like, hey, I just learned how to edit lightsabers. Um, we should do a cool like lightsaber fight. And we we're like, oh, that's great. But you know what? We should really have a story to go with this because, you know, it'd be a little bit more exciting. And you know what, Chanel? You should make us some costumes for that. And you know what? Maybe it's a few pages of dialogue before it start, before you know it, it turned into a full scale 30 minute long short film, which we filmed over the course of the entire pandemic. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, during the pandemic time, you know, we wanted to stay creative just because like, that's, you know, kind of like who we are. We really are people that like to sit still. Mm-mm. So, uh, I thought, why not? Let's do something that's like harder than possible to achieve and see how far we can go and just kind of test our limits. I wanted to do some sort of franchise reached out to, I wanted to do like Marvel, Star Wars, something like that. Uh, surprisingly, Lucasfilm said, go ahead. Let me just like see your outlines and stuff like that. That's our preference anyway. You know, it's pretty clear. They, I mean, they're great over there. They like allow fan films, which is lovely, lovely, lovely. And uh, luckily they okayed ours. Obviously, we're still even working on the second part to this yeah, day. Yeah, it's still in post. Yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it. I mean, it's so fun. Uh, but at the same time, we also created this sort of social media. Yeah, it's, uh, we've, we got a lot thing. of likes from a, uh, he looks like Hayden Christensen is kind of his big draw. Yep. That's what everyone tells us like every day. And then I dress up as Padme and we've kind of created a, a very interesting couple dynamic with like domestic Padme and Anakin, I think. And we've kind of turned these situations into some yeah comedic skits that people seem to enjoy. I mean, yeah, I guess just it's I don't know. We just like to have fun. I mean, we mm-hmm. love this franchise. So like, obviously, we've tried different things within it. And I think right now we've sort of found this fun little niche of doing this sort of comedy sketches. You know, I think what's great is like Chanel as a costume designer can pull together these crazy cosplays in like real record time. She's made all the cosplays on the channel, which is really impressive. Uh, yeah. And then I write the sketches and luckily we like to act in them together. Yeah. And that's sort of just how we like sort of combine our efforts still to this day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you guys do just more than Anakin and uh, and Padme. Uh, yes. Chanel, you do Elastigirl. You do um, Leia. Mm-hmm. Who are the other characters that you? So um, I. Like to- yeah, I love to do. We just did a Harley Quinn uh, Joker look, which was really fun. Um, 
uh, did Spider Gwen and Spider Man, which is yep. a fun duo we do as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm currently working um, in progress on an Ahsoka cosplay from Clone Wars season seven. I have the headpiece actually like just to the left here. It's mid process, so it's it's almost done. It's basically ready for some paint, but uh, that is hopefully my next one come out. I'm really excited about. Very, very cool. Uh, and that's actually the next costume that that my wife is working on uh, as a uh, as... uh, season seven. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So uh, and then Richie, you do Anakin, uh, Joker. Who are the other characters that you and um, uh, enjoy bringing to life? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sure. So uh, we've done Luke. Uh, Luke is actually my favorite Star Wars character. I love embodying Anakin, but for Luke is forever going to be my favorite. So I love doing him. Uh, I do Star-Lord. That was actually my first cosplay I ever did. I dragged him to New York Comic Con. He was, it's so funny because he found his love for like cosplay and cons a little later. I'd, I'd kind of loved them since high school, but I took him to New York Comic Con, I think it was like 2019. Yeah. And we did Star-Lord and Gamora. And he had so much fun. He was just dancing around with his Walkman all day. Yeah. It's like, like such a vibe. So that was yeah. really cool. It was awesome that she kind of opened my eyes to this kind of thing because I was just, I don't know. I mean, I loved all like the nerdy Star Wars, you know, Marvel, DC, all that stuff. And I just didn't realize the Comic-Cons were just a party for it. So it was great. Have you have you guys ever been to Dragon Con before? No. Okay. Hon honestly, I honestly I think you guys would really enjoy it because all that convention is like super like very screen accurate costumes and costumes in general and um uh and drinking and just partying just the entire time like that's exactly what dragon con is. <laughs> all right why don't you add yeah, why don't you, know, you add dragon con to the list dragon yeah, sure. write it down yeah. really uh, our favorite person to make friends with at uh star wars celebration were the bartenders <laughs> they were really oh fun. yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes we, we beelined it we shook their hands right at the beginning of the con and we said you guys are gonna be our friends for the rest of our time here yeah it was really cool so, yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, uh, that is probably one of my favorite conventions to go to besides Star Wars Celebration. Uh, how uh, now? Now was this your first Star Wars Celebration that, that you went to? Yeah. And okay, um, what was your favorite uh, part of Celebration 2022? The entire three days felt like a dream. It felt like just like you were on this constant high of adrenaline the whole time what was your favorite part i had so many great memories um i think i've just kind of been dreaming of that moment my whole life like just to be completely <laughs> 360 surrounded by all things star wars it was great it was fantastic it's kind of like what i've been dreaming of as since a kid but i think it was just like the love of the community too like we met so many people that we had just started to meet like on social media platforms it was really great to finally meet these people yeah. in person, take pictures, yeah. say hi, be like, oh my gosh, hi. It was the, also the first time you. interacting with the fan base that we have developed. Like, it was crazy how many people, like, in person were like, hey, we watch you guys, like, you're Bounce of the Force, right? Oh my gosh, like, I watch your channel, I love your stuff. And so it was kind of cool to see those people in real life who've, like, been commenting and following and... It, it was cool to see how much it like meant to people. And I also really loved uh, Giancarlo's uh, very dramatic speech. Yes. That was the, the most amazing awesome. thing. I, that man convinced me that I could fly. It was, it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. He's very inspirational. We actually have just, just guys to take notice. Giancarlo Esposito, all of his speeches are very inspirational. He's a fantastic motivational speaker. Yeah, he got on on stage. He's like, you can do anything you believe in. You can fly. <laughs> we were like, yes. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was one of my favorite parts of seeing the actors on stage. He's so cool. He's so badass. Yeah, and then I think just seeing the costumes is always my favorite part of any con. 
seeing yeah. creativity. Oh man, yeah, no. Um, I I just remember I just remember walking around everywhere and just being blown away, um, by everyone's costumes, everyone's enthusiasm. The uh the actual Star Wars live stage is probably my favorite out of like, uh, um, out of everything at Celebration most of the time because you have. Um, the, the actors walk up and they just sit in the chair and they just seem like, like normal, friendly, you know, people just talking about the day and everything and, and just everyone around you. And it's, it's such an incredible thing. I love Star Wars Celebration so much, um, uh, for, totally. yeah. for this year, it's going to be Josh's first one. Um, he has never been. All right. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I've been to cons oh. before, but nothing to do with like where it's all just Star Wars based. So it should be pretty There was, there was something about it. Different. Yeah. There yeah, was it's special. something about it. Yes. I mean, it, it's probably I mean, pretty interesting that you would go to a con and it's based off of one like entity, which I don't feel like there's any like any con like cons currently that you can really go to and get the same vibe that everyone is on the same yeah. level. Yeah. I mean, we, say, you can bond with everyone. Mm hmm. I mean, there for the same thing. you could maybe have like a Marvel con in the future because it yeah. film, but it's like, That's it's more true. film wise. Whereas you have past, present and future of star Wars where we have like my, my grandparents know star Wars, my parents know star Wars. And now we have like little kids are going to know star Wars. So it's cool having the, the mashup of everyone come together. And I'm pretty keen on seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've, I, again, like I said, I've, I've never been like overseas before. So this is going to be very interesting. Uh, Josh has traveled a lot, so I'm going to be with him the entire time. Uh, but yeah, show him the ropes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. The so, tea, actually, it's London. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> We're excited. This is going to be my first time in London. So I'm excited. To oh, okay. Yeah. Perfect. Boom. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm not alone. All right. No, no, uh, no. Yeah. Um, okay. So we, uh, f for your channel, um, it has grown a lot since you guys first started. Uh, what is your favorite um, um, part of doing these skits um, that, that people enjoy so much? I don't know. Uh, my favorite part. I mean, we have a lot, we have a lot of fun doing them. Obviously we, we laugh a, a ton doing these sketches and like we got a lot of outtakes well so many outtakes I, I mean it's just it's just so i mean like we have a blast doing them i think they're I think funny it's just the fact that they're so ridiculous sometimes that like i'll just burst out laughing in the middle of a take <laughs> um just because we're just like being these over dramatic versions of these characters that everyone loves and just like really playing up their flaws and their attributes sure and i think that's what people enjoy so much um I like whenever Richie gives me the task of like making something in t like 20 minutes for a skit. He's like, oh, we need Kiati Mundi. Um, can you go <laughs> make me like his head? I'm like, yeah, I got you. Like, I really love like just going away and like being able to make something really quick and then just like sending it in. I love the spontaneity of it all. Um, I just think it's creative. I mean, yeah, it's super creative. I think it's funny that like a year ago, somebody was like, when are you going to run out of ideas? And I was like, any day now. And, then, <laughs> and, and here we're here like a year later and like somehow we're next week. And it's like, we don't, we don't really pre-plan them either. We only start thinking about them like 10 yeah. minutes before we start doing them. Um, I like to kind of write in the moment. It's a very collaborative setting. We're like, mm -hmm. where do we want to frame this up? What do you want to say? You know, we have a general arc, but I think it's fun to also like allow Chanel to sort of build this character. It's like, what, what kind of themes are we playing on for this one? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just fun to mess around and see what becomes of these crazy sketches. Yeah. I like, I mean, I'm, honestly, I don't think you'll ever run out of material because Star Wars is so broad and there's so much like content to cover. So I so think absolutely. you can honestly do this and, and until like you live into and like un, until you live, at least past 100 years old in my opinion because yeah, there's absolutely. so much content just, yeah. Just you oh, just yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah attack of the clones is a treasure trove of content for yes us. agreed yeah and just put on any random scene we got a boatload of content we're so. like great yeah i <laughs> uh, for star wars going forward there is comedy here and there but 
in in your opinion, what do you think would um uh, a full out comedy like Star Wars show? How do you think that could um benefit Star Wars and maybe um kind of go off into its own type of franchise in Star Wars? Because in the past, there's um there's been Star Wars Family Guy. There was also the canceled show called Star Wars D Tours. I'm not sure. Um, that show is not very well known, but it was right as Disney was getting ready to um, to buy Lucasfilm, and then like they just like stopped um, uh, making them. But th- 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 from what we saw from that show, it was really funny. But going forward, what do you think um, would be a great idea for comedy going into Star Wars? Comedy's tough going into Star Wars yeah. because I think we've seen clear examples of like times that it can work. Um, you know, and then we've also seen very clear times where it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, a time that I love is like uh, the last episode of Mando. I think it was season one with the stormtroopers in the beginning. I would love to see a comedy show on stormtroopers because be I feel like be you know that's the office. Style. We see them train, yeah. and and it's just we see how how bad you know the Galactic Republic would be training these new recruits, and it's just I mean they're that that's right for comedy. But then you have moments where it doesn't work, you know. Uh, you know yeah but i some prequel stuff I, like let's just say jar yeah. jar some some stuff is just like a little like okay I like think, uh, lo- very cute but you I know think it's done best when it's sprinkled in because i think there's some point of star wars is that there's like always some stakes that are i would say that too high. i don't think i don't i mean it's funny because we do comedy but i don't think like a, a star wars show should be just comedy i mean like i think it'd be fun i love like the family guy stuff yeah, but i feel like maybe more than three episodes it gets a little yeah, I just think that comedy needs to be sprinkled in and used at appropriate times to like yeah. attention. Like, I like how Guardians uses it, where it's like it, there's serious stakes. Sure. Like maybe something like that. Like the stakes are serious and they're doing serious stuff, but there's like comedy thrown in there. But like realistic comedy, and that's what makes it funny. Yeah. Rather than like I don't know a little silly droid show or like yeah. a show about Jar Jar. You know. Especially like knowing that like they've been eyeing up Taika Waititi to do Star Wars. Like I agree, it could be like kind of like Thor esque. Guardians of the Galaxy esque, and I think that could work if done well. But there's got to be stakes there, and there's got to be a very serious thing at its core. Mm-hmm. You know? But uh, that being said, I know we draw a lot of inspiration from like uh, Star Wars Family Guy. Yeah, huge, huge fans, <laughs> huge fans. Great, great stuff. No complaints. No, yeah, no. Uh, Spaceballs, you know, great. we love yep. to pay tribute there too. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No. I uh, because to me, I think. I never really thought of comedy really being in Star Wars until I, I remember watching Force Awakens. And then you have that first line of where Poe talks to Kylo and he's like, do you talk first? I talk first. And I thought that was kind of cringe. Um, uh, oh, but then, yes, yes. At beginning yeah. of Last Jedi, when, when it's like holding for Hux, I remember yeah. I, I was I was burning in my in my seat in the theater. I was like, <laughs> I, I, I need to I need to just disappear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I. Uh, I think, I think if like of, of of kind of going off what you said, if if they trickle it here and there, but I don't know if a full out, um, um, I don't know if a full comedy series work because I know Josh was talking about um, uh, that that was supposed to be the vibe of the of the movie that Taika was supposed to do. I, I definitely think that you could 100% make a Star Wars comedic film. I don't like, as I think we've talked about it before where it doesn't necessarily have to fit into a canon and we want to see more things that aren't constrained by uh, canon bases. But yeah. I mean, yeah, 100% where you guys were talking from before where it's like, Hey, like I'd love to see it in like a guardians format or like a Thor format. Like Taika uh, did direct the, I believe the last episode of with, um, uh, of the Mandalorian, the season two. So, um, he's he's the kind of person that I would love to see take on that helm at the moment, because he's so dedicated to uh, telling a serious story with comedic elements from his previous works uh, before he became uh, partnered with Disney. And I think he's far more passionate about Star Wars than he is about Marvel. So I'd love to see where he could take it with um, his different forms, because he's not one hundred percent full of comedy because i've seen his films before this and i think that he uh blends both of them very well together 
I'd love to see it from him, like a, a full comedy-based Star Wars film. I have no idea where that would take us, which I'd be 100% right. interested in, though. I feel like if they were to do, like, a purely, like, comedic Star Wars show, I think, like, how they're doing, like, the Lego stuff, how it's, like, it's not canon, but they have all this, like, like not being canon gives you so much more freedom to kind of, mm. like, poke fun at things. Yeah. Like, I think maybe if they did something like that where it was like not purely canon and they just had just freedom yeah. to just well, yeah, do we, de we definitely break canon like, exactly oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's so funny it's yeah. like a star wars what if but so it's like yes you know, you can, which is something we i think i'd be really interested into a star uh in a star wars what if because so i would love to I see like so if cool. padme had joined anakin i would love to see if ahsoka had gone with like i feel like there's so many things leading up to like the vader turn specifically that like one decision could have drastically changed the outcome mm -hmm. of the entire Star Wars universe that I think it would be really interesting to see a couple episodes exploring the possibilities. My biggest is like if Luke and Leia were switched. Yeah. We went to the opposite place. Sure. I mean, especially I would say because Leia just seems like more like Anakin and I feel like Luke kind of oh, resembles yeah. Padme in attitude a little bit more. Sure. A little what if series for Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be so interesting. So we actually might get our first glimpse of that in the Ahsoka series, be, be, be because in that show, um, and 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 the actual like logo for it, you actually see the kind of symbols from the world between worlds. And the rumor has it that Ahsoka might see some some different scenarios um if they played out differently. So there's a chance sure. that we actually might see something very similar to what you guys are talking about. Sure. I heard rumors of a possible planet we might be returning to. Mm -hmm. I'm curious uh, what they want to do with the world between worlds, because there's a lot of ways that they could take the franchise with that sort of power. And yeah. especially, you know, putting into, into a live action, it yeah. makes it very serious. Um, I'm always skeptical for time travel. So I'm, I'm, I you know, I'm well. it gets confusing. Uh, it gets a little, and I mean, like it can be done uh, well, but it right. also, you know, can, you know, can fail pretty terribly too. And can yeah. upset a lot of people in this, you know, fan base. If they decide to, you know, destroy some sort of canon timeline that people have been treasuring. <laughs> so I am worried. Yep. I think a good use of it would be uh, to, instead of just being like, this is, we're now in the past, it's kind of like a, you're not really interacting with it, it's more of a visual flashback element, where it's like, mm -hmm. hey, I wasn't there to witness it, but mm -hmm. this veil allows me to witness it, and then we get a backstory for different uh, aspects mm -hmm. throughout the story. Because I honestly totally. think that we'll, we'll la learn more about uh, who saved Grogu um, yeah. throughout the series. I must know. <laughs> that I, what I really want to see is like let's see the beginning of the Jedi, the differences of when the Jedi and the uh, the split between the Jedi and the Sith happened. I'd love to see that on screen because I feel like Ahsoka is tied so deeply into um, just the Star Wars uh, religion based. So sure. I'm I'm interested in seeing where that goes for me. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, th there is so many. There's so many possibilities that they could do with it. I, uh, I remember watching Rebels and and you have Ezra step on through, and I was just I was blown away by like of, uh, I mean of of the detail and everything in the animation. But then I started thinking, could they do this live action? And then you hear different lines from the movies and everything. And um, I'm just curious on how they will do that um, going forward because I know there was a rumor for a while that th that they wanted to bring it in so they could rewrite the sequels and everything like that i was like sure. I don't, yeah i was like i mean that's i don't know if i would want them to go full out x-men because of they have rewritten the timeline in the x-men a couple of times and it's just like do you really want to do right. that yeah time so. yeah it can it can get a little wonky and i'm afraid people might get you know i mean i know a lot of people like really cherish this and i, I don't want anybody in the franchise to get hurt yeah. For me, I think, like, just take what's happened for what's happened. How can we expand upon it to sort of better enrich the overall narrative? But, you know, let's let's see if we can bolster these things up instead of tear them down. I don't know. Agreed. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but there's a lot happening this year uh, on that topic because you have Mando season three. Oh. Um, 
that is coming out in March, including around that time, mm. is uh, the game Jedi Survivor, uh, and which Josh and I are so excited for. <laughs> Uh, and then there is uh, the continuation of the Bad Batch, and all the, all that's happening in March. Uh, and then in April is Star Wars Celebration, which we're which we'll probably get the release dates for when Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, and the Acolyte are coming out, and most likely other projects that are coming out this year. And then going forward, what's the number one project that they haven't announced yet that you want to happen, and the and the projects that you are excited for? I'm obviously excited for Ahsoka. I think it's going to be amazing. Yes. I'm I'm happy that they fixed her um, Montreal's yes. to be a little bit longer. Yes. I'm excited. I personally am just excited for like the character design in Ahsoka. I think that it's just going to be really cool to see all of these like animated characters come to the screen and how they translate those. Co- I, I just love it for the costumes. Really, that's one of the things I love about Star Wars and why. I do a lot of costumes for Star Wars is because I think they're super intricate and I, I love all the different um, influences that it uses just from all around the world. Um, so I'm excited for Ahsoka. Oh, Sports Center. Um, <laughs> I am, I'm really, <laughs> I am, uh, I'm super pumped for Mando to come out. I mean, oh, yeah. man, listen, this Mando is like uniting this whole fa- fan base. You know what I mean? Like we're all rallying behind this show. We all want this show to do good things and like, you know, um, so I, I love that story. Uh, one of my favorite parts about Celebration this past year was I met Carl Weathers, who plays uh, Grief Cargan in the show. Big fan, big fan. Rocky's one of my favorite movies, so I really approached him about that. But I, I'm, I love his character, too. I'd love to see where he goes. Obviously, where Mandu and Gro- Mando and Grogu's story continues now that, you know, they're both sort of coming into their own and they're changing and adapting. And now that Grogu's a Mandalorian. I can't wait. Yeah. 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 I like I um I mean and something that I'm excited is that they are kind of continuing the Star Wars franchise like it was being filmed back in the 80s and 90s because we have Christopher Lloyd that is going to be in Mando season 3. And I love Doc Brown. So I'm so excited to um to see uh like m- more of those elements because uh for skeleton crew i think that's the show that i'm very excited about because it's supposed to have that yeah um because of it's supposed to have that stranger things vibe um uh kind of mixed with lost in space and the goonies and i and i love the 80s so i'm 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 huge for the 80s so if we get a vibe out of that for like a star wars show uh sign me up They've been pushing it really hard with their makeup and hair design currently, and I couldn't be more happy with that. So yeah. it's going to be interesting towards uh, our future of Star Wars and seeing where they're going with these. Because it, it's always been paying homage to our original trilogy and the time period it was set in. So I'm very excited to see where we're going with this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But yeah, uh, for Mando season three, what are your oh, guys? Absolutely. I mean, I think that they've made so many strands in their practical effect. Oh, sorry. I, 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 I think we had a lag there. <laughs> um, hey. c- continue of what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. So for Mando season three, what are your main expectations? Um, I mean, my, my, I, we all have our, maybe we all have our grand theories, uh, for this show. Uh, mine being, I think Mando is sort of going forward with this whole cloning thing that I think is going to end up tying into the sequels. I think we, they've been sprinkling this in for the last two seasons. Obviously they're doing something with the cloning, the Kaminoans, can they extract the force energy? I think they're, they're going to, you know, bolster up the sequels with this show. And I think, uh, that's my prediction for this uh, this season. I mean, I'm like like you guys said, I'm excited to see who saved Grogu from Order 66 and like 
how he I, I just want more about him and his origin before we we met him here in the Mandalorian. I'm just mm -hmm. very curious about that. Yeah. I I oh man. I mean, could all right, so he, here's the other question. Who do you think actually saved Grogu from the temple? Do you think it's someone that we know, or do you think it was like Mace a, Windu, baby? I want Sam Jackson that. back in this franchise. All right. No, I don't care. You can I, listen. I understand the argument. I get it. <laughs> let, let's let characters be dead, except Sam Jackson. He's the one exception. <laughs> let that man. Let that man do whatever he wants. Come on, Star Wars fans, get over yourself. Bring back Mace Windu. Come on. I've been on. saying that. I've been saying that for a bit Come too, on. man. You want more Sam Jackson? Don't lie to yourselves. Oh, man. That's my I, take. Well, I think the biggest argument that people have, which again, I'm on your side, Richie. Don't worry. I'm on your side. But there is the argument that people say that, oh, well, he could not survive of getting thrown out a window. And I'm like, Luke fell. Of, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Luke fell a long distance as well. Um, and Luke also lost his hand. So if Luke can do mm -hmm. it, so can Mace Windu. Uh, but I mean, it's one drawback to that. We love to draw back to the uh, the original Clone Wars animation, the two parter, where Mace Windu just falls through the entire city. We're just like, yeah, that's canon. Like, he's that's, just he, flying he can through do that. He's fine. the city. He like lands on a speeder. He just. <laughs> we think he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he was so oh, uh, he, he was so op in that because I remember like he like lost his lightsaber at I'm one point him. and he was just punching out droids and punching people running <laughs> on through and oh man. <laughs> He's definitely but, one of those characters that like we don't have nearly as much backstory as you think it would he would in comparison mm -hmm. to other characters because I feel like we have other characters they they die and then we get a whole like on screen backstory of uh, where they came from how how what things happened to them but he's definitely one of those ones that I'm like he's like a big fan favorite character and I would 100% agree with thinking that he will come back at some point. I don't know if he'll save, be the one who saves Grogu, but I definitely know that he's going to have a big presence in the series um, because he just, it, it doesn't seem like, because he says that he wants to come back. People are like, I yeah. want him to come back. There's so much opportunity for him to come back. I'm like, why yeah. would you not? Right. <laughs> let him, let him grace us with his presence again. Like, come on people. <laughs> My thing is that if they bring him back, I'm kind of, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of say don't bring him back, but that's just me. But if they did, they need a real good reason as to why he's been so MIA for so long. Like, what's he been up to? Uh, he doesn't need an excuse. He's Sam Jackson. I he's Mace Windu. He needs an excuse. Um, I'm not gonna. I would. Lie. I would love for them. Order six. I would love for them to bring in uh, uh, Mace Windu and then have him end up being an antagonist in another season of Book of Boba Fett. Once that Boba learns that he's alive, that just like triggers him to revert back to old school okay. Boba Fett, and he goes AWOL. You know, he just goes crazy on Sam Jackson, and it's awesome. And to me, that would be great because in the first season of Boba, I felt like Boba wasn't you know full out like the the bounty hunter that we full out remember. So I would love to see more of that kind of um hard-headed version of Boba Fett. And I think Absolutely bringing Mace Windu back would be a mm. great way to do that. Uh, and it, I'm, I'm very curious on how they would also um, maybe tie that into with Luke Skywalker and everything like that, because you have to explain why he's been gone for so long. I'm I like, I just don't want them to throw him in there. It needs to make sense to me, but mm -hmm. I think they will. It's just a matter of time of when. Sure. Yeah. He's coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, with Mando season three, um, uh, like a, um, a, after Mando season three gets done and everything, it's slowly leading up, which is kind of what they're heading at with all these other shows like Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew. And then there, there's another project that most likely they'll announce at Star Celebration this year um, that will be another uh, timeline um tie-in to the mandalorian uh is that they're leading up to this big avengers type event uh of with these characters from the mandalorian timeline and everything uh what other characters that haven't showed up yet besides mace windu um what other characters would you like to see come back or um or or maybe 
an idea of what new characters and and maybe some of their characteristics that could come in um because there's there's some original trilogy um type of people in in the mandalorian but i would like to see maybe more maybe some more rodians um those type of characters and stuff like that mm. uh max rebo he should show up <laughs> always just become his best friend you have come <laughs> to the right place sir <laughs> yeah he should just be in every scene just in the back play oh dude stop bro yeah man <laughs> definitely max rebo uh i would love to see some of our uh a wall clones uh in live action i think that could be really cool interesting cal easily yeah it's only a matter of time before cal's introduced oh absolutely yeah yeah but i think that's gonna happen with our whole big arc of thrawn in the background that's something that i would love that's what i'm most excited to see on screen is how they bring thrawn to live action Mm mm-hmm I mean, so, yeah, other than that, I think they've explored a lot of the characters I've been wanting to see. Okay. So more importantly, do you think that Max Rebo s- survived the explosion? <laughs> of of he, course. He has to. Without Good. a doubt in my mind. <laughs> I was, uh, so of when the Book of Boba came out, that first episode, and Max Rebo showed up, I actually got so many messages, of, and, and my phone was blowing up all morning. Um, and when we actually, uh, saw it at the, uh, saw the Max Rebo they used for the Book of Boba Fett at the Mandalorian experience, um, over at Celebration, I, I, I cried. I, I, I walked up to it. I cried. I was like, dreams come true. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, right. So I would love to see, um, I, I, I would love to see, Max Rebo come back definitely. I would love to see maybe um uh some possibly potentially some of the bad batch because we don't know what happened yeah. to them. And I would love to see uh Wrecker on screen. Like um like of, of live action Wrecker. That would be crazy. Yeah. And I think that would be a that lot would of be fun. massive. Yeah, yeah, I think it's always fun when you take these characters like the Bad Batch, and you're like, all right, well, they don't show up down in canon, yeah. you know, timeline. So that's the interesting part. What are we gonna do with these? Are you are we gonna yeah. write more stories? Sort of yeah. how Ahs- you know, because that's how I felt about Ahsoka watching Clone Wars growing up my whole life. I was just anticipating her demise pretty much the entire show, and here we are now, and still no answers, still no conclusion. So I, it is always curious with these characters, like the Bad Batch, like what yeah. is to become of them? Um, am I allowed to mention things about the last episode of uh, Bad Batch? Have we yes. discussed yes. it? Okay, cool. Well, like Cody, like yeah. where the hell has he been if he's not a bad guy? We were talking about, it's like, all right, well, if he's AWOL, like, where is he? He's obviously not with Rex, so like, what's he doing? Why, so, why have you seen him? So here's my, um, this is kind of my guess, and I hope I'm wrong, but in Rebels, you see Rex, Gregor, and Wolf, and they're kind of in exile. I'm thinking something that happens to Cody involving Cody makes Rex go into exile, um, where he kind of cuts him, uh, where he where he kind of cuts himself off from um, from everything. Because I think that soon we'll probably see maybe Rex hires cody to i mean um that he talks to the bad batch and they go in and try and rescue cody something goes wrong i know there were a couple of theories including mine where maybe cody and rex ended up fighting each other and then something didn't go right in the fight and then that's why rex went to exile um i i really hope i'm still wrong about that uh because i don't think anyone wants to cry but again it's dave filoni (laughs) so he wants us to cry yeah (laughs) uh but i would yeah i mean I would love to see more uh, of the characters from animation come to live action. I think that's a big thing. Uh, I know, I know your guys' dreams probably came true with Ahsoka coming back, including Brooks. Uh, but for you, besides Ahsoka, um, what character or what other um, different types of characters that you would like to see? I don't know. I don't think I have like a specific one. I'd like little throw like throw in sometimes like the characters who weren't like super popular but they kind of like pop up a little bit and you're like oh I know you like I enjoy that and then just I love seeing all the different like species is that the right word all yeah. the different types 
of Asian just because I just they're so creative and they're so fun and I just love seeing all that diversity. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts as well. Yeah. Um and a big character that's most likely coming back uh, because there's a big rumor that um, Hondo Onaka was spotted on Skeleton Crew. And that would be amazing mm. because seeing him at Galaxy's Edge is great and in the live action version of him. But seeing him maybe interact with Soka again, maybe Mando, I think that would mm -hmm. be fantastic. I know Josh doesn't want that clearly, but... <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well I, I want I want more Hondo. Yeah, I want more Hondo because because I feel like that adds much more story to Galaxy's Edge. And yes. I feel like we'll we'll get to a point where everyone can come into Galaxy's Edge and be like, I at least know this character. This is great. I love it. Yeah. Or instead of just being like, is that Jack Sparrow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I hear that in all the YouTube videos. I'm always laughing. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, but yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I want to see Rex in live action so bad. You know. Oh my god. Yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about with clones. Oh, I want to see like. All I really want to see that. Yeah. I mean, all the I'm, all the characters they're bringing from Rebels, like Hera and like all those all those yeah. characters, I think is really exciting as well. I think Ahsoka is going to be a nice treasure trove of beloved characters coming to live action. Oh, Thrawn's going to be great. You know. Oh man, dude. Yeah. Oh gosh, I like. Because there's other characters from uh, from the books and games that I would love to see as well. I I, I know a big one is Calcastus, but I think Iden Versio from the campaign from Star Wars Battlefront Two would totally. be very very cool as well. And sure. they and and I, and I think they I think they animated on purpose to make the characters look like the actors in the game uh, because they could definitely. Uh, come on screen and just have a huge impact because those characters were great in the game and the and the people that played them are fantastic so i would love to have inferno squad uh come in for sure totally uh, agree yeah yeah man for movie wise not the shows but for the movies what's your guys's favorite movies like of star wars new hope New Hope, okay. Right. Return of the Jedi. Oh. So we're we're original trilogy fans for sure. Um, <laughs> like that's probably our favorite of the of yeah the three. I think so, definitely. Um, but you know, we like the prequels too. Oh, absolutely. Sequels are good too, but uh, definitely original trilogy is our bread and butter. All right, I. Uh, I know that mine has always been a tie between A New Hope and Revenge of the Sith. Yours is Empire Strikes Empire Back. Empire Strikes Back, yeah. Josh, I don't think we really nice. talked about that. Um, yeah, I, I was, so I, I was it's gonna always say, been, I, it's been always been so hard. Revenge of the Sith or like, yeah, I think it, A New Hope, probably A New Hope. Okay, I just love an origin it. story. Mm -hmm. There's just something about the originals that just like I don't know they're just perfect. I don't know how to explain it. You just you can't beat them. Correct. I love A New Hope because it not only like not only was it a great story, but it also changed the way that we look at film. It 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 impacted the entire film it, in industry, and it was um, it was huge. Um, at the time, but the fact that it still carries on and it has uh, it has expanded into the franchise of Star Wars is incredible. And just think if if George Lucas never had this idea, there would be so many mm -hmm. different things, not just Star Wars related, but just in like film in general would be very very different than um, than it is today. And I think that's crazy that one movie just changed the world. And I think that's one big reason why I like it. I love the story, but I think the story behind the story is what also makes it phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I, I think that was very well said. I think for me, Star Wars uh, represents that there are endless possibilities out there and that, you know, one person, more than one person, a, a boatload of people at this point have helped contribute to this massive thing to basically create an entire another world 
I think like, you know, as two creative people, I feel like that sort of inspires us that it, it, you could do it. I mean, yeah, you could dream anything and end up accomplishing it. I don't know. I think it's just an ultimate source of creative muse and just continues to keep inspiring me and following yeah. me. <laughs> as you point out in your room. <laughs> Yeah. Like, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Like yeah. I. I. Uh, for. Um. For us. Uh. Stars really brought us together, and stars really brings people together. I don't think if I went to Celebration 2017, I'm not even exaggerating. Probably would not be married today. I would not be married today. This podcast probably wouldn't exist. Um. So it shows you how. Um. Uh, how important Star Wars is and how it can bring people together um, because I've been a Star Wars fan since I was three years old and I don't even know what my life would be if Star Wars wasn't there and I would not have uh, I, I would never join the Pebble first this podcast wouldn't exist I wouldn't be married I probably wouldn't have most of the friends that I have today I probably wouldn't be doing what I do now for a living if it wasn't for Star Wars so it just shows you how big a um a small thing can turn into a very impactful life changing experience. Absolutely, that yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, Some oh. of the YouTube questions that we got were: uh, What's the hardest challenge you had to overcome during your filming? We just had a <laughs> okay. I would say it's probably that. <laughs> What do you think? Wait, filming the short film? Yeah, I was going to say getting to freaking set. Getting to set, yeah. Get, I mean, getting to set. We filmed mm -hmm. in the middle of a, we wanted to have outdoor shots. We filmed in the middle of this giant canyon um, on the top of like, so like we went, we had to hike 20 minutes into the canyon and then yeah. we like filmed up this, this like mountainy rock structure. Sure. So we'd have to hike at the top of filming day. Um, it was so dragging where, where, all of our equipment on, where we like, shot was a mile and a half to it like a canyon in southern california just so we wouldn't be surrounded by anything so just getting there and having like there was no uh you couldn't drive a car there was no transportation you'd have to walk so you know lugging a bunch of film equipment film i would equipment, say yeah it's like by the time you get there you're like yeah by the time you get there you're like all right guys it's like a half an hour get some water <laughs> like, yeah, You're exhausted. It, was, it so. was in the middle of like it was like we were filming in March, April, so it was like it's a California where we are, so it's like it's it was warm. Uh, I was painted green from head to toe, so mm -hmm. I was always trying like not to sweat on the walk in on the hike <laughs> in. I'd be like, yay, and try yeah. not to like get all my makeup off before we even start filming. Um, I would say the most difficult thing for me was to just the fact that I had to be in the makeup chair for two and a half hours every morning um, because my character was a, a Mary Allen. So I was pretty much head to toe green anywhere that skin was showing. Oh, no. Oh, the challenge, but it was fun. It looked cool. So who cares? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and then someone also uh, asked, um, besides uh, celebration, um, what was your favorite con uh, th that you've ever been to? Yeah. Mm. I would have to say WonderCon when I was in high school, it was my favorite con because it was my first one. And I think it was just really special because I was like 16 and I like got to be surrounded by this community who also loved to dress up in costumes and also like to talk about their favorite franchises. And like, I went by myself, like at 16, I like went by myself to this con. I had just gotten my license. I drove to Anaheim Convention Center parked. I just like walked around and made so many friends and got so many pictures taken and it was kind of the beginning of it for me and how much like every time I'm at a con I'm just filled with absolute joy and I'm meeting like the coolest people and I'm seeing other people doing like these costume things that I love to do which is always really inspiring for me so I would say my first wonder con I would have to go and say uh New York Comic Con 2019 it's uh, when we did uh, Star Lord and Gamora. It was kind of the first time that I like gave legitimacy to cosplay and sort of <laughs> comic cons in general. I um, 
And I mean, it was crazy. I mean, the costume looked fantastic. She nailed it. And I had a little Walkman on that played uh, Come a Little Bit Close. Come a Little Bit Close. Yeah. You know that song. Uh, so I don't know. I was just like fully, I felt like I could fully embody the character there. I was dancing up and down the aisles. Like people were smiling, taking pictures. It was all, it was just like a celebration of life and these movies. Um, so that one was sort of like the, the little spark that sort of ignited this whole mess. So yeah, because one of the other questions was like, um, who was your favorite Star Wars character to cosplay? But I mean, in general, who was your favorite uh, character to cosplay? <laughs> you go first. Me? No, yeah. you gotta go first. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's tough because we do. I, I, I mean, we do Anakin and Padme so often that I feel like that kind of like represents us as cosplayers at this point. Um, I feel like my favorite's gonna be Ahsoka. I have a feeling, mm. but as of okay. right now, I don't have it done. Her fireside dress. I think it's really fun. Um, I think it's the one I'm most used to, but I would love to do a lot more Leia. That's something that I wish um, I would start doing. What's your favorite? I think my favorite is Anakin, just because I mean, I, I think I look a little bit like Hayden Christensen. So I think yeah. it's like, oh, it. <laughs> It, it's fun like being at cons and like people are like oh my god i thought from the side you were really him <laughs> like every every con it's like that that's like at least 40 times uh which is fun but like i don't know so like it, there's some sort of like you know i get a lot of princess you can embody the yeah you can somewhere. embody the characters you know so i think he's my favorite yeah i uh, i i i will say for anakin that i very um that i very envy you for it is you have the hair for it i had to buy like a 500 dollar wig for 500 dollars. i mean it looks good it it looks good is it human and, hair yes yes it is oh that's yeah. why I was yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah um be okay, um because people that i like know like after i post pictures they're like how did you grow your hair out so fast i'm like all right good <laughs> if, 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 if it looks that good then then to me it was worth it um because i was very skeptical but costumes can get pricey costumes can, can get very very pricey. Yeah. yeah uh yes yes it's, uh, a, it's a lot of work and a lot of money for sure mm -hmm. uh Besides Ahsoka, and um, what other costumes are you guys working on right now? Or, or but, yeah, but at the same time, I don't care because it's something that I love a lot. So it's like, yes, it's a lot of money, but it's also part of my art. Yeah. Um, what other costumes do you have in the works right now besides Ahsoka? Can you repeat that? Um, what other costumes do you have in the works? But ah, oh, no. no. Josh, what other yes. costumes do you? <laughs> uh, that, that's a that's a weird question because I mean you have uh, filament printers right now and you have um, resin printers and I'm trying to figure out which one would be better to make a costume with. Um, if you like, it's it's weird because if you're gonna go ahead and stay with your full on uh, filament printer, you could probably make a helmet, sand it down, and have it made of one full piece. Um, and clone trooper helmets in general don't normally have too much detail as, um, as I would, I would as, as I would assume. Cause like, if you take like, I don't know, maybe, um, like the doom guys helmet, I would want to print that out of resin for how much intricate detail there is on the helmet. Whereas if you go to a clone trooper helmet, it's, it's pretty like cut and dry pieces. So I'm 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 kind of wondering where I want to start a cosplay wise uh, with the printers that I want to have because a lot of people are like, hey, if you want to do resin, you get a lot of intricate detail, but resin printers print on a smaller base as opposed to someone who's going to be printing on a full-on filament printer. So I'm I'm kind of wondering because if you pr print on a resin printer, you're gonna do it in pieces. Yes. If you put print on like a filament printer you can have that whole thing done in one full piece so yeah. it's interesting to me which where that drops yeah i mean it it it, it really depends on the costume um, um uh so for chanel and richie what costumes besides ahsoka 
are you planning on working on or maybe you like are working on and like you, you know you have it in the works definitely ahsoka is definitely my main focus right now because she's just such a construction project um it's just been like eating up my whole life but i don't mind because it's honestly one of my favorite pieces i think i've ever i've ever made so so far so i hope i don't mess it up but we are gonna get him a new updated luke i think we want to do just like jedi luke okay um just the updated black. luke um, the two that I really would love to accomplish by the end of the year, uh, one, we would love to do, uh, the boys cosplay. We'd love to do Homelander and Queen Ooh, okay. from, from the boys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, he really wants to do Captain I America. also, yeah, I really want to do Captain America. Uh, if you need help, let me know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That, uh, I was born and bred into Captain America. Right? <laughs> um, that was one of my first um big costumes after i got done um after i completed my stormtrooper for the 501st i was like you know i love captain america i love marvel I want to do this uh so i i uh I, I do captain america i just got done with indiana jones that nice. was also a whole journey as well uh and then um uh and then i think my favorite was probably anakin um because I, he's 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 such a remarkable character um, of of just the emotional journey that he goes on, and and it's just it 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 was awesome to see um, that the story of Vader was told first, and then you go back, and then Anakin's story was told, and then you see why he did what he did. Um, definitely don't agree with everything that he does, but um, uh, but his story arc is is just phenomenal, and I think something that's great about doing costumes is that we um as cosplayers we love to bring these characters to life and for me i love doing justice on the costumes and and, and everything for it because we are representing these characters that mean so much to people and i'm so glad um that there are amazing people like you guys that do that and 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 you do that through your channel and you make people laugh through like of characters that we love and I think that's just fantastic and remarkable. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate that. I think yeah. it's also just exciting as we, I think we both started in acting. So it's really cool just to be able to like bring these characters we love so much to life. And I think that's with every cosplayer. It's a, it's, you're right. It's a character you're passionate about that you mm. get to put on the guise of and represent them in your own way. I yeah. That's what's really cool about it. I think my favorite thing to hear from somebody is, you know, you made me laugh, you know, uh, you know, I think Star Wars is already like a great unifier. It kind of brings the best of the best together. And, you know, okay. anything that I can kind of do to give back to that kind of a cause, you know, it makes my day to hear that somebody's enjoying what we're doing. So, yeah, we'll keep yeah. doing it. Uh, and what costumes? Because I, I, I know you were going to Ahsoka season seven. Yes. Someday. I'm on a, a wait list for her Leku because I'm not quite as. What's I was the about to ask, what kind of uh, Leku are you? Are you looking to do like a silicone latex? Or... I believe it's. Oh my gosh! Now I'm not gonna. Both of those words sound correct, so I would have to look. <laughs> I would have to look and see what it is. I'm on a wait list. It's um, KM Creations is the name of the. Um... I love them. Yeah. Yes, they look buy one, so. They look so amazing and I'm just not, maybe someday I'll get into being able to like make more things, but I didn't grow up that way. So I was like, for my first one, maybe I'll just buy it. And then maybe along the line, I can work on mm -hmm. making my own. But yeah, she's a big one. She's, I love her so much. I'm um, stubborn. I had to try. Yeah. <laughs> Looks good. Yeah. I can show you guys if you want. It's like, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Let's see. She's uh, coming along. She's in, the, she's in progress. Uh, so, so for me, I um, my big goal for this year is we're gonna. Oh my oh, goodness! She looks so good. Oh, that looks great. He's coming. He's so coming. She's in. She's in progress right now. We have just like paint marked out. Um, something I'm doing right now is I'm stitching up these casings. I, I these are made out of fabric because I wanted to make sure that they move. They move. They move like, so good. Yeah, I want to make sure they move like they do in the show because that specific version of her character they're very fluid yeah. um but then this is very sturdy this is made out of like aluminum foil combination of aluminum foil duct tape no wow. and then like, <laughs> eva foam with yeah. some fabric over the top but it yeah it's turning out really good i like it i like it so far nice <laughs> <laughs> 
it's not the best way for this to fit, but then obviously oh. she'll have her little yeah. headpiece. That's awesome. And I'm super excited that we can unleash the Anakin Ahsoka content on all y'all. Yeah. So once it's, once oh it's done, God. I've been waiting. So <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. It writes itself. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah no, uh, I, oh, man. Uh, I think my favorite um, thing about the Clone Wars was that was probably the dynamic between Obi-Wan and Anakin, but mostly Ahsoka and Anakin because you were um you really didn't get that vibe of of Anakin uh um that he had an apprentice or anything like that in the movies so you put this um this character that is so sassy and snippy and you put her with Anakin and he's already very full of himself already so it's he so funny down a peg yes. yes and i love that Right. And I think that's what made the dynamic so great and just and just made us fall in love with Anakin even more. And I remember when the Clone Wars movie came out, people did not like Ahsoka. And now you fast forward years later and like she's probably one of the main things besides Mando that is bringing more people in because she's such a phenomenal character. And Dave Filoni and Ashley Eckstein uh, just brought that character to life in such a beautiful way. Oh, absolutely. And I'm and I'm really convinced that like Ahsoka is really the person that knew Anakin the best, even besides Padme, I think, because I think there was this level of like infatuation and like pedestalness between their relationship. Like it, it, it's I think the realest relationship that Anakin had was with Ahsoka. And I really do genuinely wonder what would have happened if she had gone with him mm. um, instead of to Mandalore. I think that's one of the biggest what ifs yeah. that I want to see, because I think that. I genuinely don't know if what had gone down would have gone down if she was there. I feel the same. Yeah, because they had this like really deep like brother sister. Like they were so tight. Like they clearly cared so much for each other. Yeah, she doesn't coddle him. She tells him like it is. Like yeah. I think sometimes Padme coddles Anakin. It's okay. You kill those Tuscans. It's fine, baby. <laughs> Everything is okay. He's a bit of a fixer upper. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, are you kidding me, Rachel? She'd be like, what did what you did? do? She's smacking. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I uh, again, I'm, I'm very excited to see the Ahsoka series because I think we will definitely see maybe some of the scenarios of the different events that involve Ahsoka play out differently. And I think that's the great thing about the world between worlds. I don't want them to, you know, make that the main focus of the series. If we have an episode where they just walk on through and maybe we see the different things, that's fine with me. But I just don't want the whole thing to be like time travel. Hey, I mean, I think it's a beautiful tool that we can see things that we've never seen before. So yeah. it, it'll be the introduction to this tool that I think that will permeate throughout of Star Wars. So I'm excited. Very, very excited. Yeah. Oh man. Uh with that being said, uh is there um is there anything else that we wanted to talk about? Um I think, I think there was like one more question. It was like okay. what was the what was the point in your Star Wars career that you knew that you made something special? Ooh. Oh, yeah. I got one. Okay, go for it. I think um uh, twice when we were filming our uh, fan film back in early 2021, since we were kind of filming in this uh, public place in the canyon, like a couple times we had some kids go by literally like through like the trail that we kind of use predominantly for our shots. One, one of which was like a birthday party. We probably had like 15 uh, like little kids there and they were just absolutely blown away. Like they thought we were the real deal, like filming the real thing Aww. and fight to see their eyes light up. Well, it was really cool because so we were doing fight choreo that day. So there was no audio anyway. So we go, all right, do you guys want to see something for real? And like, uh, we choreographed these fights for like two months prior to actually filming to like make them look a little bit more legit prior to. Um, so we let them sit and we, we went full out doing the choreo. You know, they were at a safe distance, but just like they were just blown away. They were like, what is this? It, it, to them, it felt very real. And I think like that was a moment to me that I was like, yeah, 
I, I hope maybe one of them one day like doesn't forget this and is like, oh, wow, I could do something like this. I want to be creative. I want to get into, you know, this larger than life sort of thing. So, yeah, that's uh, one that, moment. That was an awesome moment. How about you, Chanel? Uh, I mean, I, I would have to kind of go back to to talking to people at Star Wars Celebration. I think that it, it's very easy when you're behind the lens of the camera and behind the lens of, um, of this platform to like put your content out there and like hope that people like it, but it's something else to actually talk to people face to face, um, removed from this like screen barrier that we have and really dive into the community and see how much people enjoy the work that you're doing and how much it like brings a smile to their face. So I think that was the first time it felt like, oh, okay, people really like this and we should definitely keep doing it. Very, very well said. Uh, you guys can find um, uh, Chanel and Richie on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Um, balance underscore of underscore the underscore force yeah uh, it's always some iteration of that it's with underscores yeah. <laughs> it's without you know all the names are taken these days by people that posted one time back yeah. in 2010 and it's like a picture of like a bird i mean something. if you just actually search up both of your names uh star wars it'll pop up on tiktok yeah yeah oh, that's, hilarious. I that's, love that. that's funny <laughs> um yeah uh i i just love hearing from people in the community too that they watch the stuff too like it's always fun when i'll have you know somebody that i used to watch on youtube back when i was in high school reach out and be like by the way you're hilarious I'm like well, you know who i am and like you know meeting well we got a chance to meet the fantastic ahsoka stunt double for uh uh clone wars yeah. uh she is she's also oh, the uh stunt woman for uh the armor in uh mando and she like we met her uh, at la comic-con like she's like i've seen you guys before and i was like let's go like somebody actually in this thing has seen us like it feels nice you know she is very talented with some crazy work she does yeah yeah so awesome awesome uh you can find us uh on twitter at star wars stuff podcast twitter at stuff pod tiktok search star wars stuff podcast uh we have an email star wars stuff podcast gmail.com we're also on facebook thank you everyone that's on the live stream that's watching us from there yeah, uh, if if you go on Apple Podcast or any Spotify, anything, please give us a review. We love hearing uh, your feedback and everything. We also have a website that can take you to our Patreon. We have a Patreon. We love putting content on there. We have a lot more content coming on the way. We're also on Twitch. We just launched that. We have two new members uh, on there as well. Uh, again, we would not be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. Thank you so much, Richie and Chanel, for being on here. We love. Thanks for having us. No problem. Uh, please, uh, um, uh, please keep listening and everything, guys. We love you all so much. From myself, Brooke, Josh, Chanel, and Richie, may the force be with you always. Oh, thanks, guys.